Welcome to another edition of Keeping Orange and Blue. I'm Ryan Evan. That's my main man, Kevin Ducey. You know, nothing really special going on today. You know, not much of anything special, good or bad. Just a normal day on social media, you know. Just figured I wanted to hop on here and just discuss our line I, you know, figure I'd jump on and, you know, bring some insight if you call yeah, it. Can so we talk about the NBA playoffs? I don't know if I have any insight, Kev. I don't, do you have any insight or any, we'll anything? About, I thought we'd talk about the NBA playoffs, maybe there's some Major League Baseball, your Cardinals seem to be right. In the yeah, show. yeah, nothing to line I relate. Let's talk, uh, let's talk Nugget Sweep and the Celtics getting one back. No, Miami, and then we'll talk about the red. We got to talk about people calling us a joke because we may have, or you specifically, is where a lot of hate comes. Uh, I was agreeing with you, so Mm -hmm. throw the hate my way, throw the shade my way. You see my name, you know who I am. That we may not have gotten RJ Dennis like we predicted. So, because we predicted it and it didn't happen, we're a bunch of jack wagons. But my man here told everybody, everybody in the sphere, and I shared it with people, that Brandon Henderson was coming to Illinois when I had multiple people say that wasn't happening, insiders and people in the know. And what happened? Brandon Henderson is on campus and he's in Atlanta. Yes, you miss all the shots you don't take. Nobody listens to this show for us to come on here and tell you, like, hey, we think Ray J. Dennis is a 50-50 possibility. Like, dude, you want to throw the hate, throw the hate, throw the shade, whatever. But here, all I got to say is I bought this specifically for tonight. It says... Beer never broke my heart. Luke Combs, Miller Lite edition. Ray J. This might have broke my heart today. And, you know, not even – and the thing is, too, it's not even that. Like, I want to make this clear right off the jump. We appreciate everybody who tunes in. Uh, Even the 25 or 30 trolls that only come out whenever Ryan says something that doesn't come to fruition right away. But, you know, the 80% of the times that I am right on my predictions – and the people who don't think that's true, just rewatch all my ep- the episodes or anything I've tweeted. It's all there. Um, you don't hear a peep, but the times I'm wrong, then I'm, you know, terrible human being. I'm a, you know, I'm everything in the world. And the thing is, I just want people to know this. If anyone thinks that I come on here and take my time from my family, my children to just waste your time to waste my time, to come on here and to pretend like I know something. Let's be real here. I have a way better life than that. 
And I wouldn't want to do that to anybody yet alone, have someone do that to me. And I sure as heck wouldn't waste his time because, you know, Kevin has a family. He's got children, too. He has a wife. He travels. Why would I come on here and waste anyone's time just so I can be an insider? That's just not how it works. Um, no, especially, especially when we're not getting paid to do this. But we do this like we've known each other for a while now. Yeah, I've known we, Kevin for four or five years now. And so. Um, um, but we, the we thing is each other as people and we love the University of Illinois and we love the athletics department and we want to give things to people who maybe don't subscribe to all the pay sites maybe people who are who who care about Illinois sports but don't have the time and dedication to give to it like listen I thought about this before I came on the show tonight like hey listen I'm about I'm about a few things in my life I'm about God I'm about my family. I'm about my work. Illinois sports, like those are those are the things I care about, right? And it's a little in order, like Illinois sports. Trump. Every entertainment for me. I'm not watch Star Wars. I take my kids to yeah. movies because they want to go to movies because that that things. But my number one source of entertainment in my life and things that I care and love about is the University of Illinois athletics, and. I want to share with people here and yes, do I get my information from the pay sites? I would say, yeah, I get 90% of my information from the pay sites. I'm, 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 I pay for all of them. Everyone that I can, I pay for them. Uh, but don't let anybody, don't let anyone, don't let anybody feel, don't let anybody think that you don't know nothing and you only know what is said from other people. Like you have no friends that talk to anybody or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know people in that I know people in the athletic department. I know people on, on both sides of the street. Like, um, and yes, Illini guys is my favorite of the pay sites. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna duck and shy away from that. I think Brad Sturdy is fantastic. Really, I would call him a friend. Uh, Matt Stevens has been good to me. Like Kedrick is a phenomenal human being. Um, and then I'll tell you, I listened to Jeremy's podcast. The Jeremy's podcast with Jay Layman today was fantastic. You want to get some stuff on Illinois football? all this in the jets fantastic the stuff he does with michael fantastic we're not ducking from that like we are not here on this show to tell you any different things that are going on but what we talk about and we can talk about the absolutes that a lot of those guys can't because of their connections with the university and we want to give you the this is what happened in my opinion with ray j dennis and it's not a done deal yet guys nothing's finalized he hasn't come out and committed. Which is why it's why is which is why the title is called "Waiting Game." Waiting game, still waiting. Right. Go ahead, Kev. Yep. But the thing this is value is I think number one. I think his trainer is being offered a position with Utah. His trainer is a good friends with Craig Smith, the coach at Utah, and that's something that's tough. And then the second aspect of it is. And I honestly believe this is the thing that he's looking at. He didn't even get a combine invite. When you look at the numbers that he put up at, at Toledo and some of the people who got a combine invite and he did not, it kind of makes you scratch your head and wonder. I think Ray J. Dennis wants to be the man at a Power 5 program. And I think he wants to be the guy taking 15, the leading score, 15, 17 shots a game. I think he wants to be the man. And if Terrence back to Illinois – it's funny how these things kind of coincided with each other that this might ha be happening pretty soon is he said, no, listen, I want to go take my skills to Utah. 
like I said, it's not done yet. I, we've heard from people we 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 know and we believe in as early as this morning that the NIL opportunity from Illinois was and uh, in the proximity to Oswego was too close to like, like it, it was it was too much uh, for him to pass. But you got people in your ear that you truly care about. Like, like listen, if I can help a loved one get a job, I, I, I might do that. And if I can be like, hey, I'm going to be the man on a Power 5 program, I might do that. But I do know this. The people that we know and we talk to and, and, and that give us information said this was shut down. Like, it was done. Like, RJ was telling people, Ray J was telling people in the program, I'm coming to Illinois. And they were sharing that with us. So you want to go shit on the insiders all you want? That's that's your prerogative. That's people sharing the information with you that they have no 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 obligation to share with you. There's no obligation for any for for Brad Sturdy to tell any of us a damn thing. For Derek Piper to tell any of us a damn thing. For Ryan and Kevin to tell any of you a damn thing. But the fact is that was what was heard and that was what was shared. And if you're mad about it, it's because Ray J. Dennis might have broke your heart, unlike Ice Cold Miller Light. Yeah, um, and, and here I'll give you my perspective here, and and Kev can vouch for this. If I put my cell phone up to this screen right now and I showed you all who texts me every day and I talk <laughs> every day, and, and I showed you what I show them and I tell them, and we exchange info, I think most of your jaws would hit the floor. So just remember that and. I don't have to do that because the man wouldn't be my friend anymore. And I won't betray that. But Kev knows better. So if anyone thinks that I'm on here feeding lines of baloney, I'm not. And I, didn't, I never would. And I can tell you this. Do you know why I was confident on Ray J for three weeks? And why guys like na experts and national media were like, Illinois is the favorite. Let's see. Uh, Piper probably said the same thing. I know Brad Sturdy has said that. You know, Kedrick, even though he has felt different, that there is, it wasn't done yet. That Illinois was still the the in the lead or the favorite. You know, there's a lot of reasons why everybody in your mama who has covered the line of media has said that Illinois was leading. Why do you think that is? Because the staff has felt that. So here's my perspective. Jay Dennis's people have leaked that. I mean, it's twofold. Like so Tommy Elam, we're going to get to your questions and Joe Quinn. I'm going to post this because I love positivity and we love everyone who watches the show. We appreciate all your subscriptions on Apple podcast, all the new YouTube followers and subscribers, you know, all the people who are following Kevin Ducey on Twitter now. And of course my, my fandom, my followers, my flock on Twitter. I appreciate you guys. Um, so <clears throat> that, if the staff feels good, okay, and all my sources, non-sources, connects are telling me, hey, staff feels really, really good about it. Hey, Ray J committed on his – here's something else I want to say. Ray J. Dennis committed to the coaching staff when he visited, okay? Why would I feel so good about Ray J. Dennis if he committed to the staff? I'm going to look right on the camera. So this is right at you who's ever watching. If you were me – and you did what I do, and you knew the coaching staff got a commitment from a player, okay? The dad loves your Tim Anderson. They're close. Why would I not feel confident? Why would I feel any different? I told you what I knew and what the staff felt. I'm leading you down the right path because if I was you, I was in those shoes, I would be 
exactly what you told me. You're being honest. You're keeping eye level with you. That's the reason why it's called keeping it orange and blue is because we have a curtain here that we open for you. And we're trying to like let you into what we know and what's really going on behind the scenes. And I'm going to answer William Steverson. Appreciate your guys show. I appreciate you for following. So I'm going to, here's a, now that leads to this with Ray J Dennis. Okay. Ray J Dennis committed when he was on campus. Things have happened, and this isn't all about NIL. I also want to mention this, Kevin. Illinois offered him, and guess what, folks? Over $450,000 of NIL money for Ray J. Dennis. Um, and if that wasn't enticing enough, being close to home, being the head honcho of the point guard position, the keys in your hand, why would he go to Utah? Other factors at play. And who would know that? You know what I mean? When it, when it, who would know that after that visit at Utah, Craig Smith probably was like, what do we got to do to get this guy here? Like, we got to do anything. There's no way the Illinois staff would know where they would stoop to get him. You know, other players like, you know, Ioki Inoki from Arizona State, that happened when they hired his, his handler, right? Hey, good uh, miss. Good yeah. miss. So this has happened before. Illinois had a player commit like that guy, Enoch Bioke or whatever his name is. He actually committed to Illinois and then went to Arizona State, and they hired his handler, his trainer, and then he went to Arizona State. Like who could foresee that, people? I'm just trying to get you to, on the same wavelength here. The, the people who genuinely want to know, who are confused a little bit, or who may be just genuinely upset thinking that, we just were saying things that we were just making up. There's a select few people who just like to troll and know better, but I'm talking to the people who genuinely care here. So well, I, I think it's, I think it's a, it's a confluence of events that happen and in, in, especially in social media is I, I love it. How the people who don't have their actual name on their profile and don't actually like, nobody can actually find out who they are, are the ones who troll the hardest, but dude, this is Illinois. I, I talked about it five minutes ago. Illinois sports, college sports, pro sports, this is entertainment. And one of the things that we find highly entertaining about college and pro sports is decisions and drafts and recruiting and all the things that go into it. It's, it's entertainment, man. Like nobody, nobody who was trying to give you information that thought RJ Dennis was coming to Illinois was doing it to like be like, ha ha, I tricked you, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Like, that's not what this was about. It was actually trying to to to, to energize the fan base, be excited about what was happening. And and Ryan and I are both the beliefs that, that Ray J. Dennis is a really good basketball player. And Ray J. Dennis is a really good fit on Illinois squad next year, especially with Terrence Shannon. If Terrence Shannon comes back and Coleman Hawkins comes back, it's a really nice fit. Um, and we wanted to share that with the fans who share the same excitement or same entertainment value as us. And if, uh, if you feel betrayed by it, uh, I'm sorry, because every insider has been wrong, every <laughs> one of them. And we've never called ourselves insiders. We have information. We get information from people we know and trust and love. And No, no. Calling yourself an insider is literally setting yourself up for, like, just a headache. So, Hey, but you know what? Credit to those who throw through the, through the shade – through the troll tweets out there because hey listen we're 15 minutes in and we've been talking about you so good for you man we haven't been we haven't been propping up william steverson and tommy elam and slothy one and joe quinn appreciate you guys those are and look and we're giving you some love look we're putting you up on the show because you deserve it hey and, 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 and a slothy one said it the best right 
He said, yeah. some people are treating recruiting like it's the actual game. And this is a very big frustration that I have. I've, I've read and heard and seen things in, in the message board world that are calling for Brad Underwood's head because he didn't get Ray J. Dennis. Like, we, we, we haven't played a game yet. Like, are you serious? There's – and, Tommy, this is getting back to your, your question. There are backup options. Oh my goodness, we're flip flopping. All right, which one? We we'll go back to Tommy. Okay, but but there are there are backup options. But that's not the the point. Being is that we don't even know how Ray J. Dennis's game will transfer to the Power Five level. We had questions. I, I've said it here about his defense and how would that work in the Brad Underwood scheme. You know, frankly, maybe that bothered him. He's like Brad Underwood wants me to play too much defense. I don't know. I'm speculating. That's all bullshit. Who knows? But what I'm getting at here is until the roster's finalized, until the games are actually played, you can't throw shade at the coach. Yes. Do I believe that Illinois put their chips in for Ray J. Dennis? 100%. Do I believe the coaching staff wanted Ray J. Dennis? He was their number one target. Yes. Do I believe that's why this is taking so long? Yes. If he goes to Utah, is it a miss? Yes. Does that mean the season is over and next year is a failure? No. No, let the games play out. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, again, as we trend, and and you know, with my tweet earlier, I'm sure you, most of you saw it. I just wanted to set the table for people because not just any bad news, but just the whole the whole blame game. You know, no no person who cares about the program is to blame. No matter what, it doesn't matter if it's me. Nobody who's trying to talk about a program is to blame for a kid. You can't make a 21-year-old, 22-year-old just go to the school, even that he just committed to two weeks ago. People change. But why should I just sit here and assume that he's going to flip-flop his commitment just just because he can do that? You know what I'm saying? Like To me, that feels like it's leading you down the wrong path. So with that said, um, it's not over yet. The waiting game still goes on. And um, – uh yeah no creed he hasn't committed yet yeah, so, yeah, so he hasn't committed to utah um but here's where illinois has ramped up where they erred okay so they felt good about ray j he committed they felt even better they just let it play out they slow played some kids that i think they had chances with if they had had they talked to them you know and i'll give an example uh not just ace baldwin but um you know some some other some of these other point guards that are coming off the table here um, that maybe they could have um, you know even came in to get, to, just to get a visit even if they weren't the level of a Ray J Dennis um, but so this Poland kid from UC Riverside um, good player. Good yeah player. good player so slow played him. And now, you know, other schools have been in on him for weeks now. Since Illinois, you know, has been all in on Ray J, uh, you know, the, the chances of getting back in on him are not good. Not as good. Not as good. Not impossible. Because here, let's think about this. Look where Illinois was with Ray J, and now where are they? You know, like Utah wasn't where Illinois was three weeks ago. So it's possible, but it's just a headache, and it's just – you got to dive into it, but there's a na- there's a couple names that aren't technically out of the draft or portal situation. I'll give you one: Yuri Collins from St. Louis. Okay, and I'll get you got a couple names I think, Kev, but Yuri Collins, 
who's a kid from St. Louis, um, who, you know, three turnovers a game, but ten and a half assists a game. So well, uh, assist percentage. Yeah, and he shoots 32, 33% from deep, shoots 74% from the line. To me, I feel like that's what the team really has missed and needed. And even though I'm not going to sit here and say that I just think that he's a better player than Ray J overall, I think that the team could have maybe even a higher ceiling with a guy like Yuri Collins. You know, I think, and I think you agree, you feel like Yuri is a really good fit. Um, a smaller guard, but you know, very effective if you're thinking about a guy who's averaging 11 points and 10 assists a game. So those two names, um, you know, what's your thoughts on that? And then I think you have one or two more names, right? No, I mean, that's really the guys I've been focused on is pulling in, uh, in, in uh, Collins. Uh, with Collins, it's a measure of, for me, is he's a really a pass-first distributing guard, which I think that this team – in its current makeup, and that's provided Shannon and or Hawkins comes back, uh, is built for a pass-first point guard, right? And you, you can't ever – and this is 10 and a half assists in the Atlantic 10. I mean, the Atlantic 10, if we're going to – I mean, that's like a – I mean, there's P6 in basketball. I mean, the Atlantic 10 is right there. Like, you know, mountain, it's probably the Mountain West and then the Atlantic 10. Uh, I just think – I think, I think the system and what we're doing right now is really built for a pass-first point guard, and I know that Ray J's ability to score is really nice, but I do think Gary Collins – with the pieces around at Illinois could really fit with Garrier and Damask and Harmon and Shannon and Goody and, and Hawkins and Danger. I really think that you could have a guy who could really, and if you're thinking about it without the flair, without the pizzazz and Yuri definitely has some of that, but like Andre Corbello, when he was right facilitating, had that ability. Um, Andre Corbello is still on the table. Yeah, I know the Andre Carbello. That's it's. Hey, I still love the kid. I can't help it. I can't. I still. I mean, him. I'm always gonna be grateful that he came to Illinois. I mean, when you win a big, two Big Ten trophies with the kid, and you hadn't won one in twenty, you know, seventeen years before that, you know, obviously he wasn't the only reason. One of the years there was a guy named Io and a Kofi, you know, and then the next year you definitely had Kofi and you still had Trent. So um, it looks like there's. And those are just two names we gave you, Pullen and Collins, you know. But there's a couple more on the table, and I think there's some there's, guys that are going to be leaving the co- the combine. There's yeah, there's guys leaving the combine. There's outside fit that that Tiger Campbell might, may consider playing college basketball again. That's a shot in the dark. But here's um, here's where we don't fear, have no fear, because I'm not. Illinois has a bunch of nil money, okay. And if Ray J doesn't want that. Illinois probably has a little more to give to Coleman Hawkins first off. Um, And that's always, that's fine. But that means that a kid like a Yuri Collins who may say, you know what, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to try to go and get drafted in the second round, even if it doesn't look good. I'll I'll stick with a two-way contract. Illinois could say, well, we got 500,000 reasons that we could yeah, and and, that, and that's the Zion Poland thing, like you talked about. Is Illinois may have been late to the party. Yeah, but the finest girl who walks in the building, who's late to the party, still gets hit on, right? And so, if Illinois has got the most cash uh, to throw at a guy at that level, 
I, I think it's available. I, Zion Poland is is really yeah. He, I got to be honest too. Like I, him and Collins are the top two in my book. There's other names: Isaiah Stevens. Yep. Uh, my, and I'm going to say this: Luther Muhammad. <laughs> I got to be honest. Okay, for the Illini guy fandom hate, haters, whatever, blah blah blah. I have there's guys that are on Illini guys who are my friends who we've always talked. They text me shit before they even post it on these websites. So Gio is one of them. Giovanni is, I mean, his name is Gio Padilla. He was watching earlier. He told me about Stevens. So, um, but uh, he's, you know, a good player, but I got Collins and pulling one and two for me. So that's, yeah, those we, got, we got to look at pulling that, pulling average almost 20 points a game, five assists for UC Riverside. It's better basketball than I think people will give it credit for. Uh, he shot almost forty percent from three. He is a he's a he is a good basketball player. And if it all comes down to it, you can you can do other things with the guys on the roster. It's not ideal, um, but you know Isaiah Stevens. I mean, averaged eighteen points a game, shot 38 percent from three for Colorado State last year, and had six and a half assists. Dude, that that's not a that's not an average ball player. This is a good basketball player. And Colorado State is in the Mountain West, which I talked about. Is the is is what Mountain West was ranked ahead of the ACC in Kim Palm ratings last year. Oh, and by the way, the Mountain West put a team in the title game. So, like, you know, there's 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 things out there that are like, I mean, Isaiah Stevens would be a great get. Um. Yeah. So th- th- I just want fans who are worried who may not understand everything like oh they're going to lose Ray J. oh the time's running down illinois is going to get a good going to get a point guard a solid a solid at at, at the minimum but and, I think and my guy my guy brad sturdy has said that all along right and and, and i I'll, I'll plug him right a lot of guys brad in my opinion is got the best insider information out there if you're not a subscriber to a lot of guys i would highly suggest you do so brad has said all along illinois will get a point guard and brad has suggested hinted that it was ray j dennis for long before anybody who knew his name. Ryan and I actually didn't say his name multiple times on this show before he ever entered the transfer portal because we wanted to keep that close to the vest. Yeah. Brad has said, Illinois will get a point guard. I do trust Brad Sturdy. I do trust the information that comes out of line, guys, even if we might have been wrong this time. And I got to, and look, I'm going to agree, though, that Brad Sturdy is the man with. Hoops recruiting, and this isn't an Illini guy plug podcast. It just we have, I have. I'll, I'll do it because, as everybody knows, though, I did a show with Kedrick called The Pulse mm-hmm. for almost a year. He's obviously a good friend. Hell yeah, um, yeah, and you're good friends with Brandon Wildman. I'm not going to just hide that. Yeah, you know, and so for anybody that has problems with Kev here, Brandon Wildman and him are pretty cool. So you guys can just. We, we, we ran up we ran a betting show podcast for a while I mean, yeah so I'm just let's just call it is what it is people I mean let's just try to have a I'll be a line fans and let's all try to get along but um so Kev we have a question here from Joe Quinn is the assistant coach that was at Boise State who recruited him uh, I think it's burns is his last name uh, is he trying to get hired at Utah I mean it's there, that wouldn't surprise me either, not just the trainer, but so Ray J. Dennis was played his first couple of years at Boise State. 
I could see Utah trying to anything they can to try to get him on campus. Yeah, because he's close with that guy because that was his lead recruiter when he was at Boise State. Right. Uh, that wouldn't su- surprise me. I know the trainer is being talked to right now because he's trained guys like Damian Lillard and um, other other pro athletes who've had success, um, you know, at a high level. So um, that's what's going on with Utah. But it happens all the time. What was the kid's name that was gonna, that was probably going to come here? Six uh, ten power forward, shoot from three. Uh, I think he ended up at Texas and then transferred out, but went to UMass, like UMass, and his his co- his like his stepdad ended up getting a coaching job. Uh, Trey Mitchell. Trey Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, there's all these things these hanger ons do, and it's, like, I mean, I guys know. just want guys just want to get a job. Yeah. That, um. One thing else I've we've left off with Ray J. And I just want for the for the the trolls and the tweeter folk who said nobody wants to watch our lame show. We don't know nothing. I can tell you <laughs> we've already got nearly we've had a nearly a hundred people live watching this for like twenty minutes. So um, we do this because people care. And I can tell you as much as it sucks for some people, people care about this show because we care about them and we try to help them. So we are apologizing for nothing. Well, now, I, was, I didn't want to do the show tonight. I'm like, man, it's bad. It, it, it's mostly bad news, is what it sounds like. And Ryan's like, nah, man, we're leaning in. We're leaning in. So yeah, we're leaning in, man. We're we don't run like like I said on my tweet. What are we running from, dude? That's not that's not how I roll. Uh, so thanks, Tyler, for your comment. Um, let's see, Saint Dominic's Rosary says Ray J's not coming. So. If that's has anything to do with religious Saint Dominic's Rosary, I don't know. You might be our new go-to for any questions of air. So we'll see if he doesn't come. All Saint Dominic's Rosary will be my go-to. Uh, Tyler, Baba, what? Here, Tyler, I'll answer this question. Yeah. Um, I don't that's think my son's I, he's I upset think, with everything. Yeah, I don't think mine is pure speculation and hypothesis, right? Mine is why would a kid who's offering a nice bag of money, who has a relationship with Tim Anderson, who could go to school two and a half hours away from home, where he's born and raised, choose Utah? And this isn't Michael Doliak's Utah. This isn't Keith Van Horn's Utah. This, this is, isn't your mom's. Uh, who's the yeah. other number? Who's the this number one pick that center from Utah? What was his name? Uh, uh, hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, is that the big one who uh, went played at Golden State for a little bit? Yeah, uh, um, he was Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut. This ain't Andrew Bogut, Utah. This is hold on a second. This isn't your Andre Miller's Utah. This ain't Andre Miller's Utah. This is a Utah team that has struggled to make the NCAA tournament. This isn't Kyle Whittingham's Utah football team. This is a, a, a team that has, has been highly irrelevant for twenty, almost twenty years now in the college basketball scene. Um, a team that's not seen on TV until really late in a week pack 12 that that fights to get teams other than than ucla and arizona in the tournament that's where i'm making the hypothesis like why would you go there and i i truly think it's because he wants to be the man at a power five school if he goes i can't guarantee it and i can't guarantee if he goes there you guys so this is what i didn't want to leave off so i was told tonight and it may be online now or not i'm not sure I was told Tim Anderson did speak to Ray J tonight. So 
No decision was told to him. So take that for your grain of salt. Take that for what you want. Um, so, yeah, he, Tim Anderson and, and Ray J spoke tonight. And basically it sounds like no decision has been made. And he hasn't made thought even came close to it yet. So, but what's interesting in that is, you know, he did that interview with Hendrickson from the, I think Chicago sun time yeah, yeah. Monday. And he said, any day I mean, now, it's soon. coming. Yeah, it's, it's his soon. decision, any day now, any day now. But yet here, two days later, nope, still don't have one. So there's a lot going on. And it could be, maybe has something to do with Shannon. Maybe it has something to do with Hawkins. But what's interesting is, what's interesting is that, um, is it good or bad for Illinois? I thought it was like, hey, he wants to play with Shannon, right? Like, he would want to play with Terrence Shannon, or is it he doesn't want to play with Terrence Shannon? So he's waiting for Shannon, who, by the way, had a workout with an NBA team today, his final one. Um, that's another little tidbit for you guys, um, is that I haven't changed my tune on anything as of yet. Ray J. Dennis hasn't committed to Utah yet. I told you one of Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins would stay. Shannon should be making an announcement this week, week by the end of the weekends, what I'm told. He has his final workout today. If he didn't get a guaranteed, you know, near near six, uh, near seven figures, he's coming back to Illinois. So, which I believe that's what's going to happen. He's going to come back. Um, so, and then Hawkins, I think it's just kind of chilling, sitting back going, let me see what Shannon does. He's got till next Wednesday to announce his decision. Let's see what Illinois has got for a point guard. Okay, Shannon coming back because I can chill and wait. I ain't got to rush it. So I think that's where Hawkins is right now. And I think Hawkins is more, you know, on board, as I said, to coming back. Uh, he is way down here where Shannon's up here ready to pull the trigger, which I've been told he already has. It was more of like, I just want to see if I can go get this NBA contract with a good workout. And you can't blame him for that because that's his goal. You want to play, he wants to play in the NBA. So that's what's going on right now with the Illini. So Ray J spoke to TA tonight. Shannon finished up his workout. Shannon announcement anytime in the next three or four days. Ray J should have announced today, but hasn't. Is it tomorrow, Kev? I mean, a lot going on here in the next few days. Yeah, and you put the question up from St. Dominic. Uh, and, and I'll shout out to Creed Tucker. Appreciate you joining the show. Uh but say not, yeah, hey man, like listen, it's a, it's a real thing. But I'll, I'll also harken back to Illinois had the number two transfer portal class in college basketball last year. Like, did Brad Underwood just start being a yeller this season? No. Uh, Illinois landed Sky Clark, who everybody wanted, and granted, it didn't work out. I I, I mean, like, there's there's yes. Brad Underwood has some clips from this past season of being irate. And, I mean, and for good reason, though. <laughs> yeah, and it's being used as a negative recruiting tool. Like, let's not dance around that. It, it, it is. It is being – it is. But, I mean, let me ask you, Kev, and you can finish your point. If, he, if you had a son and you would obviously want him to go to Illinois, but you saw how Brad is when he's at his most angry and livid, would you have a problem thinking that he was abusing your son? No, because my dad acted that way. 
<laughs> okay. But my, yeah, you are, you may, you may have been used to that. That's fine. But my point is, do you see that as him abusing a, a player? No, I don't because I look at the, the same guy who jumped in Andre Curbelo's ass when he was a freshman, and Andre Curbelo was the guy who jumped into his arms at Michigan. Like you, and Andre Curbelo still says good things about Brad Underwood. Ninety percent of the guys who have even left the program on their own accord have said good things about Brad Underwood. Terrence Shannon, who is the one guy, the one guy who Brad singled out when he was asked about his leadership, gave the fart noise. Terrence Shannon has been the biggest Brad supporter there is. Nobody know nobody cares that you no nobody cares what you know until they know what you care. Like I've always said this like you can take you can take an ass chewing, you can take a berating, you can take whatever from somebody if you know that somebody cares for you. And I think that the players truly know that. Now granted, do we burn some bridges with the East Coast um with Jay with Jay Nips? Yeah, 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 we did. And do we and- do we Brandon Podzimski and the whole yeah, – yeah. his name is uh, Kuro, Anthony Anto, Anthony Kuro, Antonio Kuro. He runs the NY2LA. Yeah, um, and, 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 yeah. and I could I – could, I'm not going to – I'm not going to put put people on blast here on this show. If we are ever in the same place and you watch the show and you want to know a little bit more about what happened with Podzimski, I'll, I'll tell you, but I'm not going to put it on blast, specifically because Ryan's got a good relationship with his dad, like, and that's we're not going to be that one on that point but there's more to it than, than people understand and then on the caleb love thing caleb love is a hyper inefficient player who shot 15 times a game when armando baycott shot 10. armando baycott's a, a, a all-american and caleb love was shooting an effective field goal percentage under 50 percent. he shot under 30 percent from three he banged rj davis his girlfriend his backcourt mate who shot a lot more effectively than he uh. did. caleb love still kept shooting shots so no i have i am i I will have a hard time rooting for Illinois if Caleb Love comes to Illinois, and I don't believe we want any part of that. Nope. And as as John, I'm glad you watch because you know how I feel. And there's some silly people out there who actually like him and think he can be good. He's a super talented ball player. He is a like, but I mean, basketball like, player on and yes, the surface. A lot of guys wish they could have his stats when he leaves college. That's not what I'm saying. He's a good player, meaning like that's what Illinois needs. They don't need that kind of point guard. We don't need a me first guy next year running the, the point. Dude, like that, that's dude, not Illinois fans hated on Andre Cabello, Dimitri McCamey, Brandon Paul. I can go down a list of guys you hated. Like this dude would make this would dude would be the worst experience for Illinois fans that you've ever seen in your life. I'm friends with North Carolina fans. I would watch games and I would watch Caleb Love just flat shoot him out of basketball games. But like his, think about he this. Shot him, he shot him into a couple games in the NCAA tournament. People want to well, like, oh, oh, no. Yeah. Not worth it. Think about, okay, let's think about uh, Matt Meyer on his worst days. Those were more typical love days. Um, love had uh, – Matthew Meyer had um, some, some stinkers, but he still shot 33, 34% from deep. Um, love shot 29 last year. He had some games where he was like 15% from three. Um, he shoots 37 field goal percentage overall, period. And that's taking the ball to the rack, mid-range, you know, floaters, shots at the rim, 37%. That is not efficient, and that is not and, – and I guarantee you if I look at how many shots he took, I would – I would I already know he was the leading, you know. By five. By five over over Armando Baycott, who's an All-American. 
He took yes. five shots more per game than him. I mean, and that, that and you heard Armando Baycott come out and say, hey, listen, this is the problem with this team. A lot of it was directed at Caleb Love, and that's the reason why he left. And well, sure. um, trying to slander the kid, he's just <laughs> not a good fit. So yeah, and this is Slothy makes a good point. So um I had I had a buddy tonight tell me that that maybe deep down Ray J doesn't want that big, big stage, you know. Um, having to have the home state team, having all that money, being like, hey, Illinois had a down year. You're going to come be that savior this year because we had problems and you were the guy. So you better do it. You got to do it. Yeah. And a loss, against, a loss against Alabama in, in the regular season, he, he shot 36 times. Now, granted, to win a couple overtimes, he shot, th- Caleb Love shot 36 times. I mean, the dude, 36. Field goal attempts. It's insane. Against Wake Forest, he shot the ball 25 times in a loss. While he's against still, Miami, he shot the ball 19 times in a loss. Like, yeah, you don't. We don't want Caleb Love. I'm just telling you. Um, so see the shot he doesn't like. You can go look at the games they win. They beat Syracuse. He was four or seven from the field. You go look at the games that North Carolina wins. Clemson he shot 12. Uh, Notre Dame he shot 11. Virginia he shot 12. And he was terrible. He's two of twelve, but still, he didn't shoot much. When he doesn't shoot much, they 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 win. When he didn't, when he shot a lot, they lost. And he shoots a lot. He likes to shoot a lot. For all the people, and again, I am decent friends with John Pajemski. For all the people who are kind of curious about that situation, I'm going to do it in like a thirty second nutshell. Um, Brad, definitely in a different way. Definitely in a different way, Saint D. <laughs> yes. Um, as much as, you know, Brandon maybe spun it to Piper like he told me I'm not good enough, it was more of like you're not just getting guaranteed minutes. You, I don't think you're good enough to just say you get these minutes. You're going to have to earn them like everybody else. You know, that wasn't good enough. Um, so with that being said, I don't believe his attitude was the most well – uh, taken to. I think he turned off a lot of people with his attitude and um, that it was not his work ethic. I think everybody knew he worked his butt off. Grinder, grinder, grinder. grinder. He's about his business, but it wasn't really conducive to everybody else. It was more of like, is it about the team or is it about me? You know, it's like attitude was just not was not good, and I'm not getting anything anything else personal because Kevin, I know other people have said some other things, and I'm not going down that path. But um, every time I've talked to John, he was a decent person. Yeah, so. Saint, Saint D, hit me up on Twitter, DM me. I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you what I can. Okay, um, yeah. So that's it. We'll keep off the of pods now. I gave you that. Um, yeah, I'm glad Adam agrees with us that. He would be a horrible fit bringing love in. Um, so with that said, I think we've pretty much brought it all up to speed. Now it's just the waiting game to end. And again, we apologize if uh, us telling you how things were trending and how they were, how the staff felt, how all of our closest sources and heck the people that I've trusted for years. And the reason why people follow me and want to watch the show is because you guys do trust what we say and what I've said. And remember, I would never lead you astray. So, well, hell no, no, wouldn't. Why would I do that? Um, but dude, Ryan, you do wield the power to make a kid not come to Illinois because 
that you have that much power. Man, you know what they say though, Kevin. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's and you know that's a joke is that that people blame Ryan that TJ Holyfield didn't come to Illinois because supposedly Ryan leaked the story. That's a bunch of bullshit. Like if TJ Holyfield wanted to come to Illinois, he came to Illinois. And by the way, he didn't do shit at Texas Tech anyway, so it doesn't matter. I mean, I my, would hope that I, I love my I, I love you, dude. You ain't that powerful. Yeah. Oh no, no. Oh, I know I'm not. Um. I have credentials. <laughs> no, we'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm like, I am the social media person you're looking for. Like, there we go. Um, so, with that said, um, I'll football info real quick. Some little football tidbits. I, I'm Lane Jenkins, oh, uh, defensive lineman who visited Illinois. Y'all should expect him to come to Illinois because Oki. OU pulled his, like I mentioned a few days ago, OU pulled his Scully. Uh, uh, and I'm, I've, I got to be, uh, that's the recruiting little tidbit we got going now. A bunch of big time 2024 kids are going to be on campus in June. Um, and they added that really quality safety from Southern Illinois. Aaron Henry went in there and snatched him up. Um, that There's been some, I mean, Illinois secondary, he's shorted up. It's, it's, I think it's going to be. There's going to be tons of depth. There's speed. There's athleticism. There's veteran savvy. You know, it's. Uh, but I've been enjoying Bielema and Walter's little beef on Twitter. Like, that's just funny. I don't know, dude. I, I, here's the thing. Bielema does his thing. The man's won. The man's won countless Big Tens. You know, but I feel like Walter's is just so salty and like. He just can't let Bielema say anything, even if it's about Illinois alumni who are at Purdue. You know, it's like Brett can't say anything. Ryan has to jump on it. Like, don't talk about anybody at Purdue or I'm going to attack you. It's like. Honest, honestly, like I, um, this is actually really good if you can get over some of the, there, there's some crap in there. You got to work your way through. But here, I'm going to plug another show. Um, a lion eye. Robert, Robert Rosenthal did, had dinner with Bielema. And I think that was where it was at. But it was, um, he, he talked about like the guy, it might not have been this, but Bielema talked about Walters getting the job and, and how Bielema likes to support his assistants going somewhere else. I I think, and, and how he told, and, and Bielema specifically told Ryan like, hey, don't, don't look at this job. Don't go for that job. I think there's a part of Brett. He, I'm speculating pure Kevin hypothesis here. I think Brett talked to Ryan and was like, "Hey man, like, don't don't go to a rival. Don't go to the rival school. Don't go to the school that's an hour and forty minutes away in the same division. Like, please don't do that." And I think that 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 chapped his ass a little bit. I think they like and respect one another a ton. But I do think Brett's a little bit bitter on that end. Just saying. So yeah, I mean, because I feel like the I feel like the Purdue job was low hanging fruit. But I mean, he he's getting paid. He's getting paid. You know, nice. I mean, yeah, to triple to triple your salary. Um, to triple your salary, how can you complain? You can't fault him for doing it. But I feel like he was just going to take any Power Five job that offered. I feel like. So it didn't really matter what Brett Brett said. He was just like so thirsty to be a power five coach that 
it wouldn't have mattered if it was your bitter, bitter rival or your best friend, you know, it was more like he was just going to do it. So Purdue just happened to be the team that offered him the job. So, you know, had it been Northwestern, he'd have went to Northwestern. Yeah. You know, had it been Iowa, he'd have went to Iowa. So it just happened to be Purdue. We wish it would have been like Syracuse or something like that. But, um, yeah. So now let's go well, to. Syracuse, he wouldn't have had to change his wardrobe like Tommy DeVito. Yeah, he could have just kept his orange and blue. Let's go to final thoughts, Kev. And you can lead off if you have anything to say after, you know, we've talked about many things. Go for I, it. I've, I've got two things to talk about, and I'll, I'll start. Yeah, with and it can it's whatever, man. Whatever you want to talk about. Like a lot of people want to come at my man and impugn his character and put stuff up on Twitter and go find shit from the ancient past, and it's it's like anything else in life. You think you know, but you really don't freaking know. And I I really have a problem with people who are doing it, where we don't even know your Twitter, like your Twitter handle doesn't even say your name. Uh, you want to you want to cast stones at my guy? Uh, so be it. That's your God given American right. Uh, but let me just tell you something. And Ryan will never do this because he's not about that. You don't know shit. Like you, you you're not read in. Like you you don't know what actually happened. And I, and I'll leave it at that. Like you guys just you don't know. And I know. And Ryan Ryan actually told me like don't talk about this. Like we don't need to talk about it. But I but you're my friend. I care about you as a human being. Like you guys don't know what you're talking about. And I'll move on to the next thing. Second thing. Um, I'll try and get some information up on my Twitter handle. Uh, I'm going to be at the Illinois. I, I most likely will see it. I'm taking my wife to Scottsdale uh, for our 20th anniversary this weekend. It just so happens that it co-aligns with Illinois being in Scottsdale for the NCAA uh, golf championship. I'll try and get some tweets up, some pictures up, maybe a quick little videos up. You guys can see what, what's going on with Illinois golf. And then, if things progress the way that I think they will, um, I, I would imagine that Illinois will make its way into the match play championship, which would be the top eight. Um, so what's going to happen is the first 72 holes are stroke play. So we narrow the field from 30 to 15 teams in those 72 holes. And then we keep the scores and then we narrow it down from 15 to eight. And those eight teams make the match play. So 72 holes will start Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday will be the last round of stroke play. Tuesday, Wednesday will be match play. So Monday night, we will know whether or not Illinois made match play. If Illinois makes match play, I'm planning on having a contributor from the Golf Channel possibly come on for a pod for us and talk about Illinois' chances. Uh, he knows Illinois golf really well, as do, like, I was on a plane the other day with a guy who was on the Corn Ferry Tour. I talked about Mike Small. He said, best golf coach in the country. This is, I love Illinois sports. If Illinois got, I mean, like, I was right there when Illinois played UCLA in the volleyball game, national championship a few years ago. Like, if Illinois got an opportunity to win something real, I'm in on it. Uh, and I really don't care what sport it is. Um, track's hard for me because I don't know really how all the points and stuff works, but um that would be a plug for the show. If we can do that, I'll see if I can get Colby on our show. Uh, we'll do maybe a Memorial Day special as Illinois heads into match play, and we can look at what Illinois' chances are. But I do believe that in stroke play and the way it works out, and if you guys want to know more about this, hit me up. Uh, I'll be glad to talk to you about it. But as Illinois is one of the best eight teams in the country, stroke play, no doubt about it. Stroke play, I think we could win a national championship. Match play gets a little weird, but it's much better for TV, which will be on the Golf Channel on Tuesday, Wednesday. Sorry for the really long recap there on that side, but I'm excited about it. So, 
Yeah. Um, hey, well, and I appreciate your words as always. And uh, so if there's nothing – so when you're going to Arizona. When did you say you're leaving for Arizona? I'm taking off on Friday. Okay. And I'm going to be – I'm going to be in Florida. So going to vacation. Um, tomorrow's my last day. We're going to Disney World next week. Um, my, taking my three-year-old and my 14-year-old daughter, my first time at Disney. So, But Memorial Day will be a day in between or before we're even going. So I'll be in Florida, but from I, we can do a Monday night special. We can do a Memorial Day special. Is that what you said with the golf? Yeah, yeah and it, it would be a golf-focused one, 15 minutes, uh, unless we have any major information that happens in the meantime. So, um, so now, with that said, um, final thought for this evening is let's just let it play out the rest of the week. Just let it play out. And if Ray J. Dennis doesn't come, Illinois will land a quality point guard. They know they have to, and desperation will make – them pony up the cash if they need to even even a little bit more than maybe a guy expected they're going to get somebody we gave you three names to watch out for um and don't be surprised if there might be one more that jumps out that hasn't left the combine or isn't in the portal whatever and the grad transfer situation is different too if they haven't entered the portal yet and they're a grad transfer they don't have to because they've already graduated and they can say well you know what i do want to take my final year of eligibility so I'm going to use that COVID year, but I'm a grad transfer. They don't have to be in the portal yet. So um, that's what's going on with the point guard situation. And just take some deep breaths. Ray J. Dennis hasn't went to Utah yet. Illinois may not be a lock, but it sounds like Ray J. hasn't decided himself. There's a lot going on because he did tell Illinois he was coming. I just want people to know that. He told Illinois he was coming. That's why he hasn't announced to Utah yet. He's put himself in a rock and a hard place. He's got a trainer here. What he wants is dad, the money. It's tough. It's a big decision. Um, also, Shannon and Hawkins. That Hawkins has to decide by next Wednesday. So you got a week from today and Shannon by the end of this week. Take some deep breaths. I still think it's going to be a good week. I've told you that Sunday. I don't think nothing has changed yet. It can be a good week. So with that, enjoy the rest of your night. Let's finish this week out right, heading into Memorial Day weekend. We appreciate you. Thanks for subscribing on any platform you're on. YouTube has been popping. We appreciate all your questions. With that said, swam me out. ILL and Malcolm, hit me on Twitter if you want to know. I'll tell you what I know. I and I.